you are destined for more and you can feel it deep down. It's that voice that gets stronger when no one is around. It's a sound that's so profound and will make your heart pound. Your gift is begging to be set free so the world can see who you came to be. It's your own voice that will stand in your way. But if you pray, God will never let you go astray. There's a fire that burns inside of you. And if you let God guide you, he will provide for you and never leave your side too. The idea that you are holding back could be the glue to keep this world intact. You are buried treasure because you choose to be. So you can't be who you used to be. In order to accomplish your goal successfully, fear will make you feel inferior, but that's only interior. Embrace who you are and you will go as far as the distant star. Try to show the world your existence instead of your resistance. And if you are persistent, you can definitely go the distance. You are the missing piece to say the least. You are beautiful. You are a beast that will rise like yeast, but your life won't change until your light is released. Act now before you lose it. Find a path and use it. Mediocrity should never be an option unless you choose it. Welcome on in, welcome on in to the Leadership Podcast. The Leadership Podcast is where we will explore transformational power of personal leadership. We're going to deep dive into conversation with influential leaders, experts, and change makers who are reshaping the way we lead and inspire others. Our goal here on the Leadership Podcast is simply to influence, inspire, and empower men to make the shift in their personal leadership by becoming the best version of themselves. We will share tools, tips, and resources to ignite self-awareness and authenticity. It's all about helping men become more effective and impactful in their leadership. Get ready. The shift is about to take place. It's the Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Robert. On today's episode, I'm joined by my man and friend, Justin Johnson, an environmental health and safety risk management consultant, a life coach, a motivational speaker, content creator, and poet, building strong relationships and fostering positive, healthy changes in any environment is his greatest driver in life. His desire is to spread love, kindness, motivation, inspiration, and positivity in the world. Fellas, give a warm virtual welcome for my man, Justin Johnson. Um, I am a safety consultant. I do audits and stuff for different companies. So I go and make sure that they're compliant with, you know, safety regulations and stuff. So that's kind of been occupying my time. However, you know, I feel that at some point, you know, and I've been, you know, praying for this, you know, that I don't want to work for a corporation i want to work and do what god wants me to do so god didn't put me on this earth to be no consultant or no auditor i'm I'm here for a reason and we're all got a mission and so for me man i just feel like you know yeah man i, I want to be able to make a an impact in a way where you know mental health i'm a big mental health advocate you know i had you know i was in also also uh, i was in the military i got out after a year because i got injured doing some stupid stuff 
And then my way of kind of, I guess, making up for that was I started working with missile defense. I worked in the Middle East for nine years, uh, working on radar systems and things like that. So I had a chance to, you know, help support the military a little bit more and, and, and work back with them. And then I had a chance with working amongst the soldiers and I would always, you know, find myself, you know, having them to come through and talk to them and try to get their minds off of whatever it is that they're going through. And I had a, you know, one of my friends over there, a real good soldier. Um, he had took his life on social media. And so for myself and, and another uh, friend of mine called me, said his daughter took his life, took her life due to bullying. So at that moment, it hit me like, man, you can sit here and you can complain like everybody else does. Be a part of the problem or part of the solution. So I can sit here and say, man, there's so much going on with this world or I can help. So that's at that moment, man, I realized that mental health is a big thing, you know, in this world. And we all have our, our people, when people look at, there's so much of a stigma and me and Shay talk about that, used to talk about this a lot. And as you know, there's a stigma around it. And I feel that at some point, I mean, in some form of fashion, we all have something going on in our lives some sort of trauma, some sort of path that you never really got over and it all affects you mentally. So when we say mental illness, I think a lot of people look at it like, oh my God, you know, it, it's just, they look at it in the wrong light instead of saying and accepting and embracing like, hey, I think we have all going through something. So myself included, you know, I got two beautiful girls, daughters that, you know, I want to set the example. I want to show them you know, that this world isn't kind, but here's what we do. You know, we just don't throw up these problems. We have to, you know, bring out these solutions and it's inside of all of us. You know, we all can step up and make a change, but it begins with us. That's real good, brother. That That's real good. Um, and, I, and you tapped on something that I, I, uh, that was interesting to me um, from the beginning. You you say you you down this lane of uh, environmental health and safety and risk management, right? And you believe yes. that believe that God has something else for you, other than yes. than, than consulting. And I and I thought about that yeah. because we got we uh, when I looked when I did the research, I was like, man, my man, my man in two different worlds. He's a motivational speaker. Right. Uh, he's a motivational speaker. What else? A life coach, poet. And all phenomenal things. How, how do you juggle the two, or, or gain? Or yeah, how do you juggle to, the two, or gain clarity of which lane to move, like for yourself? Um, so I would say, man. I mean, I mean, I get up early, two a.m. every morning, man. I make sure that I go to the gym, I meditate, and I pray. I make time because I feel like when I get up early in the morning, I don't have that's the time just for me, and I feel like the world is just for me at that moment, and I can, you know, give to myself, recharge myself in every which way before I give myself and my energy to the world. So during those times, whether, you know, if it's 2 a.m., between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m., if I have a thought or a message I want to record, I can record it. So I have that time to record it. I also do poetry where I try to use it in different ways, motivational, you know, some sort of message within it. And I recently, not recently, but I would say probably, you know, God told me to write this poem called the world is hungry and i had no clue where this thing will go so i ended up submitting it um, somebody had asked me to submit it to the feed the, the children uh organization and my poem was accepted 
and they're going to take my poem and use it for uh, the Feed the Children uh, charity organization. So I thought that was real huge and real wow. nice and much of an accomplishment. But just juggling it all, I guess, just to answer your question for everything that I'm doing, it's, I guess, it's time management and also just the fact of me not being able to make that, you know, an excuse for myself. Does that make sense? Like, I feel that when there's something in your heart and there's that's that burning passion, that burning desire, that's a, it's like, man, something's missing, you know, and you keep pushing for it. Yeah, granted, you know, life is going to be life. You know, your main job may pull you this way and it may be so much going on with that way. But at the end of the day, I, I consistently pray. I ask, I meditate and I, and I tell God, I ask God that, you know, I only want to do what you want me to do. I want to be able to make a major impact before you take me from this earth. Because again, like we, like I said earlier, man, this world is hurting. And we can sit here every day and complain, look at the news and say, man, this is happening. This is happening. That's going on. But yet and still, we're the, you know, the, I mean, people in the world are still doing the same stuff. Drama, negativity. You're not even trying to put out or make it an influence and talk to this person and help this person. It's, it's so for myself, man, that's that's just I'm driven by my ambition to keep doing what I'm to be doing for God, because there's something in me, you know, it's sometimes to be honest with you, I want to, and I don't want to, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I, I'm, I'm going to slow down on it and just focus on this one job, you know, and then there's just something that's burning in me like, dude, don't do it. Don't, nope, nope. And I'm like, nah, and I find myself constantly every day, man, praying to God, like God, just make the way, provide the connections, provide the people that I need to meet so I can be able to go do this, you know, full time. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's real good. And congratulations on that. Uh, your poem being uh, accepted by the uh, Feed the Children, was it? Yeah, or- Feed, Feed the Children uh, organization. It's a charity um, and it's a pretty popular charity. I, I didn't really know the impact of how huge they were. Um, but the vice president, the president of the company, they selected my poem and another person's poem and they're creating a video for it and they're going to upload it to the, the organization, which is pretty cool. Man, that's phenomenal. Congrats. Made a big impact on you. Um, just to think about the uh, doing something from your heart and, and the impact and uh, that it's going to make in the near future here. So that's great. Right? Uh, but you went, you also told this story of mental health and bullying, right? And um, I, I, I sense that's that heartbeat for you. That's that heartbeat for you. Talk to me about mental health in men. Mental health in men, it, it is a big, it is a big, um, it's, it's part of my, my, just something that touches my heart, man. Not, not just, to, you know, for the sake of, you know, just everybody. It's, this world is hurting, man. And for men specifically, and I love this, man, for men, it's, this world has, has gave us this, man, this ideology that this masculine to- toxicity where you got to be tough. You got to be this tough guy and walk around. You better not cry. You better not go talk about your feelings. And it's like, listen. Come on. And I try to tell tell people, listen, man, if something hurts you, it hurts you. If you want to cry, cry. Amen. Stop, stop building up this, 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 this ideology that men are supposed to be tough. And that's the problem. That's why suicide rates are higher with men. Because we feel that, you know, we're being programmed to think, hey, don't you, you better not go talk about your problem. You're weak. You're a punk. Or hey, I mean, you're sensitive. And it's okay. Come on, man. I cry. I cry. <laughs> hey, I, I'm going to let it out. 
And if I want to, I'm going to let it, I don't, it doesn't bother me, but you know, you know what I mean? We've this, this, this masculine toxicity where it's like, man, I got to walk around and prove myself. And I got to look, we all got weaknesses. We all got faults. We got all areas that we need to improve. But the key thing is, is that self-reflection, that awareness of what's going on. Stop allowing these people to tell you to shut your feelings out. And then you take this, these feelings by you shutting yourself down and bottling this stuff up. You're doing other stuff that's self-destructing behavior that is like, this is my way to cope with it. They, so they that's really not. To, um, I didn't mean to stump on you, but it, it's almost no, no, like they, they, they almost done, it doesn't seem like they realize that uh, uh, their actions are impacting not just other areas, but other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I, I, don't, I, I really feel like. Whatever they do well, by you hiding those feelings, hiding those emotions, it's also hurting yourself because, you know, it's, it's like a pipe with pressure in it man at some point it's gonna bust you know and then by you impacting others let's say it's your your, your significant other your family members you may you may go into isolation if you're drinking if you're doing whatever it may be you know to try to cope right maybe you're aggressive maybe you're angry all the time you know what i mean it's just something ain't sitting well with you and you you are projecting you are just miserable in your own life for whatever reason but then you hide it through, I got to go to the club. I got to have these drinks and I got to go, you know, do this. And so instead of you saying, man, I, it's okay to not be okay. You know, we all are, are jacked up in some form of fashion, whether it's, you know, you know, it's different levels to this, but we all are hurting in yeah, some form. Or I, I like, this is my thing, the three H's. Talk we to either me. hurting, hiding or healing. Hurt you. you, you Hurting, hiding, or healing. Because, you know, you can be hurting and you just, nobody knows it. And then you can be hiding it where you're really hurting, but you got on this mask. Or then there's the people that are really healing that are saying, man, I realized all of this through awareness, through self-reflection, man, I need to heal. I need to go on a journey of self-healing. That's real good. That's real good. Um, And I just, I mean, um, I can relate. I definitely can relate. Uh, And I'm curious to know, how, how, did, how did you handle it? You know, uh, this masculinity thing. Um, did, were, were you always open and um, and aware of how you handle some challenges in life or or did it take some time? And if so, uh, what what were some of the biggest hiccups for you and how did you overcome them? OK, yep, I did. I really did have, you know, issues with it because, you know, you know I was adopted father that was pretty aggressive you know he you know rest in peace and I forgave him it's a lot in my journey man traumas that I dealt with being adopted dealing with the abuse you know as a child growing up and then just realizing that I would never be a father like the one that I had which was you know my adoptive father but you know I really feel like for myself until I was able to realize sometimes you don't realize what you're doing and you don't realize who you're hurting or what you're saying until you actually sit back and say damn man why am I doing that? I, I mean, I'm hurting, huh? Like, you know, you really got to sit down and really take it in and say, you you got to accept it first. Accept the past. Yep, accept the past. I think, and I think that's a piece right there that many po- people want to avoid, myself included. Myself included. I'm hurting or I'm hiding or mm-hmm. I'm healing. What was the transition for you? I was, I realized I was hurting. I had to, I had to identify the past what was what was the thing that helped you overcome and, and move beyond? 
Unlock your true potential with the Leadership Community, where we empower men to embrace self-awareness and authenticity. Introducing the Leadership Community, where we believe in helping men become the best version of themselves. It all starts with self-awareness, and we encourage men to take a step back, pause, and reflect on their thoughts, emotions, and behavior. Embrace their authenticity and break free from societal expectations. Here are just a few testimonies from individuals. Leadership helped me develop self-awareness and embrace my authentic self. And now I feel more confident and fulfilled. Question, are you ready to unlock your potential? If so, join the leadership community today and embark on a transformation of journey of self-discovery and personal growth. Leadership empowers men to become the best version of themselves through self-awareness and authenticity. You can learn more about the leadership community by visiting the webpage DwayneHRoberts.com. I would say what really hit me, man, to be honest with you, and, and I love this because, you know, I, and I had a quote because I, 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 uh, I make a lot of quotes and like a lot of pictures, motivational quotes, and, and I put pictures up and stuff. And back in 2020, when it hit, you know, it was a big change for all of us, man. And I said, 2020 is either going to bring, bring out the beast in you or it's going to be another excuse that you're going to make. 2020, oh, my God, COVID shut us down. But, you know, man, I, I, I was still working out at the park. I mean, I was doing so many different things. But also, I want to highlight one thing, too, man. So back in 2020, um, my ex and I was uh, my ex-wife, she, you know, took off on me, you know. Um, so that was a big challenge for me. And it was a, you know, we can talk offline about it, but just know that it was a it was a troubling time for me. And I realized that I was letting a lot of things go, you know. So I th- look, my point is that 2020 was the biggest moment. It's like, hey, you're gonna wake up right now. This is the moment right now, or you can consistently keep going the way that you are right now. So I had to realize like, wow, I think it took that divorce for me to actually, you know, look back at myself and say, hey man, you can go blame this person. You can go blame the past. You can go say your adoptive parent. You can go blame all these situations, but look at yourself. Accept responsibility first. You can blame everybody else, but I can consider, only for so long can I blame my past marriage, my father, and all these other people, but then I had to say, dude, that's enough. Let's, 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 no, no, no. We need to come on. We need to go to work. You know, this, you, you ain't got, you can't, you can't sit up here and say you're golden and you had no fault. So I tried to look at every situation at that moment and say, where could I improve? What areas do I need to improve in? So meditation became a thing for me, you know, writing more about my poetry I did journaling. I, I, you know, I created intangible motivation back in 2019. And it was like, out of nowhere, I was laying in bed and all of a sudden it hit me like God gave me the intangible motivation. I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what you, you know, all right. So I created the whole profile. I'm intangible motivation everywhere on all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook. And, you know, I started off, dude, it was low and I wanted to give up at one point on the Facebook thing. But man, luckily, thank God I kept on with it. And I didn't. I listened to God and I'm at 47,000 followers on Facebook. And Let's go. So, yeah, man, I, I just feel like a lot of it was more. 
and um, to listen to what direction and guidance he need, you know, he wanted from me. So, you know, I think that's where the poems, all the poetry came from. It's just all these poems was just, I've written over like almost 80 poems now. And so it's like at that moment and from 2020 to uh, current, I was like just at a flow, a state of flow, like just writing poetry about life, about, you know, my, my, my biological mom that I never met. I wrote a poem for her. I mean, it was just so many things that I was writing. Like, and you know how people, when they, uh, they want to get revenge and you see it in the movies, they go and they go back and they killing all these people or hurting all these people. Like, uh, so I felt like my way was getting, you know, back was I'm going to forgive you. So I went through this state of I'm writing these poems for every person that's ever hurt me or made me feel some sort of way so I can let go. Wow. That's real good. 80 poems, bro. Yeah, 80 poems, man. I was going crazy. <laughs> what, what, what? I was I was in a state of flow. That, that sounds like a book on the way. Yeah, that, that, that's where I got a book of poetry and I also have a book that's in the works. I started it last year. I got the framework for it. I haven't really had time, really, honestly, man, to really sit down. But it's, it's called uh, Here for a Reason is, is the title of my book. And, and like I said, it's still in the works. I still got a, I still got a lot to do. You know, I did a big chunk, but um, I definitely wrote a book for that. I'm writing a book called Here for a Reason. And then the other piece, like you mentioned, I had a, the idea, just like you just said in your mind, like a book of my poems and stuff. So I was thinking of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I want to encourage you to, uh, yeah, when you find the time, definitely make that happen. I believe that that's going to be phenomenal. Um, but I want to hit on something because you, you said something. Okay. And I think many, many of us go through this, right? Um, I, I'm actually doing a, a, a men's study on how God makes men. Right. Um, it's from a book by Patrick Morley, where he, he gives 10 principles. He identifies uh, 10 biblical characters and he he identifies their challenges um, and what they had to go through to get to this place where they trust God. And you you mentioned about the, the pain point in your life uh, where you had uh, with your ex-wife and you realized for yourself that I had to stop pointing fingers at everyone else and get to this place where I'm listening. And you took on the form of meditation to help you meditate, but also hear from God, get some clarity about where your life is, where, where what was going on in your life. Um, I, I think that's phenomenal. And I think that's a piece uh, that men are maybe hindered because we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to look at we don't want to reflect on the hurting piece. We don't want to reflect on the pain point in our life. But needless to say, uh, we don't want to do the work in our life to really uh, overcome that challenge and become better versions of us. What's your word to the guy who's like, you know what? Um I don't want to go that deep. I don't, I don't think I need that. Well, I love this quote, man. Um, Kevin Gates. And uh, I mean, I, I don't listen to all of his music, but I do listen to some of his stuff. And he, he's pretty, he's a pretty inspirational guy. And he said that sometimes it's painful and it hurts to relive the past, but sometimes you got to relive that past in order to heal from it. So that's one of the, I, I mean, he has amongst a lot of other quotes, but that's one of the deepest and, I, to me, that resonates because you have to, you know, you know, and, and if you think about it, some people don't like to go to therapists or therapy and, and that's okay. You know, um, I do believe in self-healing. I do believe it is possible. I mean, I mean, I am a, a walking testament of that, 
and I'm not saying I'm I'm complete. I'm I'm still on my journey, and I'm I'm a lifelong student, committed, and continuously going to keep evolving and growing. But I feel like a lot of people should, you know, be you know growing. And the only way you can grow and get better is if you really understand the areas of where you're hurting. I, I understand it. It hurts. I mean, it sucks to try to sit there and say, dang, I lost my mom or this happened to me. And why did this go down? And we don't always have the answers to that. Why? But then, you know, sometimes if you look back later in life, you know, let's say later and you fast forward, I want to say five years and whatever has happened, you know, it's like, okay, you know, you've moved on, things got better or what have you. But then when we tend to, you know, brush stuff under the rug and, you know, bury it and just say, all right, let me keep living on like nothing ever happened. It's going to come out and show up some form of fashion. You can't be the best lover. Your, your love life is affected in some form of fashion because maybe you're too aggressive. Maybe you're not, you know, sensitive enough that your capacity of love has a limit. And it's because of the things that we've endured. Wow, that's good. Does that man. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And that's good, brother. That's good. I think, and that's a piece too that, that men I probably w- would uh, need to talk more about, man. Um, just that piece, your capacity to, to to love, man. That's real good. Talk to me about bullying and. Uh... Okay, bullying, man. I, I would say bullying stems from my childhood, man. I used to fight all the time, and you know, my mom. You know, rest in peace, the love of the death, man, um, would always tell me, you don't ever let nobody bully you, you know. And if somebody bully you and they, 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 you know, bully you, I'm going to whoop your butt. So I was more afraid of my mom than anything. So I was like, you know what? Nope, we ain't doing this. So when I you know, go to school or whatever, you will see all these people, man. They, You will see them. They, they're, you know, maybe they got money. Maybe they're bigger, whatever the case may be. And they would try to take advantage of the smaller people or the weaker, what they feel that are weaker people. And I didn't like that. So from where I come from, you know, we, I would always get into fights and, and that's just how it was for me growing up. And then, you know, and I, and I don't like to keep harping on it, but my father, rest in peace, you know, really, you know, was violent with my mother and I, and, you know, he was a heavy drinker and things like that. And I would, you know, he would beat on my mom all the time. I would go jump on his back, try to help him. And then, he would pull guns, you know, on us, you know, pull a knife on us or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I looked at it like, man, I, that's that's sad that you see that people can be. So I get from a childhood is like I grew up like, man, I can't stand bullies. So I think if I were to make the statement of the back here for you, so you understand it, it's I, I can't cannot stand bullies. And I would always stand up for the weak and the people that can't protect themselves or don't have the voice because I was that guy that didn't have a voice. Shut up. Okay. You go. Okay. Go do this. Go. Okay. And it's like, nah, I'm going to take a stand because I'm going to give the voice to the people because I didn't have those certain people. I'm trying to be the person I needed when I was that kid and the person I needed through my darkest moments in my own life. So it's, it's me being able to go stand up, have a voice and say the things that need to be said. And so that's me taking a stand against anything. Um, it's a lot of trauma there. Um, you know, um, and I think 
that past experience, it really puts you in a place where uh, you can show up as your best self and support people um, at, at a higher level. Um, and bullying is definitely a passion. So how, how do you how do you how do you make impact? What what, uh, what are you doing? Are you you talking to youth? Are you going back into schools? How, how, how do you make impact when it comes to bullying? I have a lot of content that I've put out and I put out. You know, I try to put out messages as much as I possibly can, but I try to make an impact every time that a thought comes to my mind. See, here's the thing. A lot of people feel in order for them to make an impact and for them to make change or in order for them to do something, they need to be this this high figure, this celebrity or this person that has all this amount of money. But I feel like once God puts something in your heart and you go do, you're making that impact. Right. And it's one percent changes. And if you can impact the world, you want to change the world. You got to start by changing yourself. But it's also you being able to touch one person, two person, you know, and if that's all you reach, I think a lot of people look at views and likes and and all of that for myself. If you can get that one person, you can touch that one person. Hey, that's a blessing. You've made that impact. Does that make sense? If you save somebody from from taking their life, you have made an impact. Amen. And what we put out is what we get back. So, you know, I try to, I, you know, I haven't been as active since I, I moved back to Houston um, last year in October. And I haven't been since then. I've, you know, uh, worked looking for employment and I got a job and that's been running me crazy. But, you know, I did at some point was trying to go into school. This was like before COVID and everything. I was trying to go to the schools and the elementaries and, you know, go out and everything was going to go well. Then COVID happened. Boom. Shut every shut all that down. So then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let none of this stop me. You know, if I get in a speaking engagement or I'm able to go talk to this person, talk to that person, that's not going to stop me. I'm going to put out the message for whatever it is that God has put on my heart or whatever experiences. I never put out a message that I cannot, that I never lived through or personally experienced and said, hey, this is what I learned. So I try to help other people and be that big brother. And so that's, I feel like, you know, speak engagement or not, you know, being this this high, big, you know, uh, celebrity figure, whatever, I don't need to be there in order to try to make that impact. I believe every encounter that you make, I think the heart that you have just by another people right there, you're making it. I can get on here and be behind the videos and make these, hey, do this. And then I'm doing, I'm being a complete, you know, a-hole out in the streets at all these people. But kindness is where it's at. Being kind to everybody and putting out that love. So what you put out is what you get back. I love it, man. Um, every every uh, con- con- contact you make is a difference maker. Um, I love your self-awareness, man. I love uh, I love your authenticity. Um, I truly appreciate it. I got to admit, brother, um, I definitely learned something from you today. Um, and I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, the listeners are, are taking notes um, really uh, gravitating to the message from your heart. Um, but tell the people about who Jason Johnson is. All right. Well, first off, I just want to say, I don't know if I did say it or not, but I want to say thank you first and foremost for, you know, connecting with me and reaching out to me, man. And you're doing a lot of major work. And when Shade told me about you, I was like, man, this dude. And I, I think I think we had connected a while ago, a long time ago. But uh, at any rate, he had told me about you. And then I was like, okay, I need to. So I had connected with you. And I was like, man, this dude is doing a lot of major work. And I wanted to connect with you for some reason. So 
we connected, God brings us together, universe brings us together for a reason. So I want to say thank you, man, for one, connecting with me on LinkedIn and us creating and establishing this brotherhood. And also, you know, you inviting me on your podcast, but Justin Johnson um, to everyone. And, you know, who I am is the man or the human being, right? I just want to be identified as a human being, as this soul that God has put here on this earth to provide light to this dark world you know you know we we all you know go through different things in our lives and we all have these these moments in our life where we can either fall back let it take us under or we can push forward and we can you know conquer those things you know get over them and sometimes it is hard but you know, I just, I'm just a simple human being, man. I'm nobody, you know, special or anything like that. You know, I got, I know God, we're, we're all special, but I guess I'm just trying to humble myself in a sense of that's just telling you that God created me, created us all to come here on this planet. He puts a gifts inside of us. He put that gift inside of us and we're the missing piece to the puzzle. So once you come into this universe, I came into this universe, you know, I'm still here. We're all still here. We're still standing. You get what I mean? So it's like, take your message, take your, your, your pain, use it as your purpose, your purpose, right? And motivate people through your message, you know, to try to help people. So that's pretty much what I am, man. I've always been that type of person, you know, even right now, me doing this consulting business, man, is keeping people safe. You know, it's all a form of how I can serve and keep, you know, people alive and help other people. So that's pretty much what I do, man. That's who I am. It, you know, I mean, that's pretty much straight to me, man, who I am. That's good. That's real good. And uh, and the people can follow you uh, on TikTok, uh, Facebook. Yeah. So on Facebook, Intangible Motivation, YouTube, Intangible Motivation. My TikTok is uh, Jay Johnson, um, J-A-E Johnson. And then uh, my Instagram is the same thing, Intangible Motivation. So pretty much anytime you see anything, Intangible Motivation related it's going to be um my, something that god gave me uh, that message he gave me the name he gave me so oh that's good listen i'm gonna encourage you guys man if you haven't man check out my man jason johnson intangible motivation phenomenal um so here we go jay we're gonna close this out right i'm gonna close this out um but i got a couple fun questions for you and okay. one i'm gonna put you on the spot uh, because creativity is vital to leadership, right? And you a poet, my brother. Would you be willing to share one of your, your poetries for us, please? It's called Inside. You are destined for more, and you can feel it deep down. It's that voice that gets stronger when no one is around. It's a sound that's so profound it will make your heart pound. Your gift is begging to be set free so the world can see who you came to be. It's your own voice that will stand in your way. But if you pray, God will never let you go astray. There's a fire that burns inside of you. And if you let God guide you, he will provide for you and never leave your side too. The idea that you are holding back could be the glue to keep this world intact. You are buried treasure because you choose to be. So you can't be who you used to be. In order to accomplish your goal successfully, fear will make you feel inferior, but that's only interior. Embrace who you are and you will go as far as the distant star. Try to show the world your existence instead of your resistance. And if you are persistent, you can definitely go the distance. You are the missing piece, to say the least. You are beautiful. You are a beast that will rise like yeast. 
but your life won't change until your light is released. Act now before you lose it. Find a path and use it. Mediocrity should never be an option unless you choose it. Let's go. I love that. Thank you, my man. I appreciate that. My final question for you, Jay, uh, and that is, if uh, you had a time machine and you can go back in history anywhere, where would you go and why? I mean, if I were to say anything, just to go back and, you know, see my mom and, you know, hug her one last time or, you know, dance with her one last time, have a conversation with her one last time. But in respect to, you know, the past, I don't think I would ever go back in time and try to change anything or fix anything or correct anything because I, you, us, we wouldn't be who we are without the past. And you got to learn from the past, you know? And so I, I don't think I would change anything. Obviously, a lot of people will tell you, I would prevent this. I would stop that. I would stop that. But I mean, it's all a part of your faith. It's all a part of what God has for you. And I don't think that if you go through that, it, grow, let me say that. Because anytime you go through something, you grow through something because you're growing because of it. So I don't think, I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I know I wouldn't be the man that I am today if I didn't have the past. So as much as I would love to change and have this beautiful, happy, you know, childhood and stuff, man, I wouldn't change that for nothing because right now I didn't let that dark world of my past fake me. Right now, I'm still full of love, still want to help this world, and I'm going to give until the day God calls me. Let's go. Listen, Jay, this has been phenomenal, brother. Um, I truly appreciate Absolutely. you taking time for me um, today and and in. Uh, investing in uh, my community of men, man. Um, I wish you the best moving forward, brother. And um, I definitely love to stay connected. However, we can serve sure. and work together, brother. Let's make that happen. I would love that, brother. Listen, guys, I want to encourage you. Go ahead, follow Jay on all his social media platforms um, and learn more about what he does. I want to say thank you for taking time, rocking with us on the Leaders Shift podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne. Roberts. Have a phenomenal day with purpose. And remember, your success is in your hands. God bless. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Leadership Podcast with Dwayne Roberts. We hope you found inspiration and practical wisdom that will help you in your leadership journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and leave us a review. We love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. Remember, true leadership begins with you. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is having positive influence on others. Keep shifting, keep growing, keep leading with purpose. You can stay connected with Dwayne Roberts on all the social media platforms or by visiting our website, DwayneHRoberts.com. We want to say thank you. Remember, you have everything you need to make the leaders shift in your life. That's because your success is in your hands. Till next time, God bless you.